The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus left the house and sat by the lakeside, but such crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat there. The people all stood on the beach, and he taught them in many things in parables. He said, Imagine a sower going out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell on the edge of the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Others fell on patches of rock, where they found little soil, and sprang up straight away, because there was no depth of earth. But as soon as the sun came, they were scorched, and not having any roots, they withered away. Others fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and, and choked them. Others fell on rich soil and produced their crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Listen, anyone who has ears. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. You've heard that parable before, haven't you? It's one of the first parables that Jesus told, and it's so rich in image, it's hard for it to not capture your imagination. You think, yeah, I've seen that take place in my own life. I've seen God's word hit fertile soil and produce beautiful fruit in someone's life. And I've seen it hit sort of frustration. People, people can't really take whatever it is that they're hearing. And it doesn't seem to, to bring anything forth, anything good anyway. It's a, it's a bit of a mystery. Anyway, it's interesting that we hear that gospel passage, the first of Jesus' parables, upon the backdrop of that story in Exodus that Judy read. It's a long story, isn't it? But you know the story of Exodus. You know the story of Israel in slavery in, in Egypt. And thankfully, God called Moses, and Moses led them out of Egypt, not without a, a whole lot of drama. It was a pretty epic story to get them out of there. But they eventually got out, and they're free, right? They've been slaves for 600 years, and they're free. And in their freedom, they're making this long journey through the wilderness. And before long, they start saying, hey, this desert is pretty bad. Like, maybe we should go back to Egypt. <laughs> Can you believe that? They, they actually considered, yeah, we were better off slaves. This is pretty silly, really, when you think about it. But I think everyone who's, um, anyone who's been in a, in a toxic place that has become a place of comfort, for example, someone who's had an addiction, it's like, yeah, I know that's bad for me, but it's also familiar and safe, and so I'm going to go back there. It's a horrible problem to have. Anyway, eventually they make their way through the desert. And in the middle of the story, there's this manna from heaven, the bread from heaven, the bread of angels. Um, it's no accident, I don't think, that we're hearing that story in the context of saints Joachim and Anne, the, go the grandparents of Jesus. Because who is Jesus? He's the bread of life. He's the bread from heaven. He is the manna that we just heard about. Um, and therefore, Jesus feeds us. Okay, sure. But Jesus also helps us live the life he's calling us to, which is a particular kind of way of life. Look at how the story unravels, okay? So they're hungry. Moses, we're hungry in this desert. We have nothing to eat. So Moses prays to God, just like your grandparents have prayed for your children and your grandparents. And God provides manna from heaven. Just miraculously, this stuff turns up in their midst. Um, then there's a commandment. 
And I'm going to ask you this. I think it's I think it's it'll be clear why they do this. But Moses said, God is sending this bread for five for six days. You're to collect it every single day, just enough for the day, right? And on the sixth day, collect double. Why would that be? Why do you think that is? Remember the commandments that they're given later on. They rest on the seventh day, which means on that day, you don't need to go and collect bread. It's almost like a test of like, God told us to rest. Hmm, are we going to be able to rest? Yeah, because God wants you to be able to do what he asks you to. His grace is supplying what you need to, to obey him. I was going to do a little demonstration and I forgot, but I was going to call Judy up. Have you seen that trust game where someone's facing? Have you seen that one? Do you want to do it? <laughs> so so let's... <laughs> She's already shown enough trust. Imagine Judy is here. Does anyone want to do it? Just pretend someone's doing it because I don't want to... There could be a... could go horribly wrong. But do you want to play the trust game? Do you know the trust game? Yeah, you know it. Come on. What is your name? Kylie. Kylie. Kylie, do you just want to stand here? So, Kylie, do you want to just face that way towards the lamp? Now, Kylie is a woman of great trust, you can tell, right? Look at her. Look at the peace, the peace and serenity in her face. Now, the whole premise of the trust game is that, uh, sorry, Kylie? Kylie is going to fall backwards, um, and, and ideally her eyes will be closed, all right? And don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Um, and she has to trust that it's going to be okay. Ordinarily, it wouldn't. If no one was standing here, she shouldn't do this. But, Kylie, when you're ready, just fall backwards. You got it. 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 Just a little bit further. Just a little bit further. Good on you. Yeah, give her a clap. Give her a clap. Good on you. Thank you. Now, now that might seem a little funny, but isn't that exactly what God is doing? He's saying, hey, trust me. Trust me. I will provide for you. I will be there for you. I will feed you. I will guide you. I will speak to you. This is what God's doing. If we can have the trust to just fall back in his arms. Um, this is what we see in that story of Exodus. And really, this is what we're seeing right now at the Mass. God is saying, trust me. I will feed you still. I will be with you still. I will be with your families still. I will be with your children, your children's children. I'll be with you for eternity. You have nothing to worry about. I am your God. You are my people.